Hello and welcome to another episode of Cuttercast. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Ridley, who is co-founder and CEO of All Street Digital, an institutional crypto fund. Hi Paul, it's great to have you on. Hey James. So first of all, just in terms of setting the scene, can you sort of give a bit of uh, background? What, what caused your fund manager to want to move into crypto? <laughs> uh, so crypto is a super exciting new asset class, uh, one that has existed for over a decade, but um, frankly is getting more exciting from an investment perspective every day. Um, it is super dynamic, um, 10,000 different assets, uh, all of which um, offer some degree of, of technological uh, innovation and advancement. Um, and you know, ultimately, um, we at Old Street Digital believe that they're going to change financial services in the world as we know it. So um, yeah, just really excited about the space and want to give more investors access to it. As soon as you said, as you're setting up um, a fund during the middle of a crypto winter, how have you found it, a fund of crypto winter? Is it kind of irrelevant, the fact we're in a winter, or is it having quite a big effect on, on, on your activities? You know, we are powering through. I think that, you know, from my perspective, having been in crypto since 2014, kind of personally and then professionally since about 2018, um, crypto at this early stage of, of development of the industry, uh, goes through cycles. Uh, this is my fourth or fifth cycle in crypto. Uh, every time the industry has bounced back stronger. And in this particular kind of soft patch or bear market, um, I've seen more of the same. You know, ultimately, a lot of the uh, short term oriented activity um, has kind of fallen back. Uh, but a lot of the long term building and innovation, um, especially from traditional financial services firms that have been looking at and working on you know, how to get into this space um, has continued um, you know, at the same pace as before. So, you know, overall, not as much fun on the day to day um, when the markets are down, um, but ultimately the opportunity is the same. And just building on that, I mean, what, what sort of tips do you have for those looking to set up a crypto fund? Are there kind of tips for people trying to get into the space and, and start to work in crypto funds? Yeah, so I think it's as good a time as any. Um, but in terms of advice, you know, I think it's slightly different uh, in this kind of market. Obviously, longer term orientation uh, is important. Um, ultimately, I have high confidence that the crypto markets will bounce back uh, and be bigger than they have ever been before. Um, but the timing of that is uh, is highly uncertain, obviously. Um, so I would encourage everyone to, to build for the long term to take a really conservative view on what they're going to need to spend, um, either from a corporate perspective or, or personally, uh, to make it through, you know, to the moment when, uh, you know, the market has a bit of a tailwind behind it again. Um, because the last thing you want to do is, is start off in a soft environment and then, um, you know, realize that you've built too much too soon uh, and, you know, your revenues don't support, um, you know, the infrastructure that you built. So, um, you know, be conservative, uh, you know, plan for a low case scenario and, and be sure you can fund that. And it's interesting that we've been kind of talking about um, crypto in the broader sense, but are there sorts of particular markets or things which, which, which split out? So, for example, you've got kind of metaverses, you've got stable coins, you've got DeFi. 
are you seeing that that this, the across the board all these are going the same way, or, or are you seeing differences in terms of um, investment in these different sectors? Yeah, so I think that the uh, as is often the case, a lot of the uh, sectors that were attracting the most hype uh, in the previous cycle um, have had the furthest to fall. Um, NFTs, particularly art-based NFTs, uh, have have been struggling significantly more than many of the other markets. Um, Metaverse, for example, was always so small um, that it's hard to um, hard to tell. <laughs> You know what what's left and how much there really was in the first place um and then uh, so again you know the smallest sectors i think um are, are are probably feeling quite a lot of pain with that said um development in some of the larger more established areas like DeFi, for example and stable coins um, is continuing to progress at pace uh and for me this is really the heart of crypto uh frankly DeFi and on-chain transactions um, on-chain, um, you know, DAOs and vaults and all of these things are the best of what crypto was designed to do. Uh, and it's really encouraging to see a lot of activity and, and development you know, continuing in, in those spaces, uh, despite, you know, the kind of relatively superficial um, ups and downs of you know, market prices and so on. And I think one of the other interesting points from, from our perspective is, I mean, you have crypto in and of itself, and then you have the blockchain type technology. As an asset manager, do you think, you know, in terms of if it isn't just sort of investing into crypto, do you think there'll be greater scope for fund managers to use things like blockchain in order to um, enhance their investment management, maybe through tokenizing um, funds or using it for, for information? Do, do you think it could be a tool as well as an investment opportunity? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, ultimately, as a firm, Alt Street Digital tries to do everything we possibly can on blockchain directly. Um, I would argue at a kind of philosophical level that if you're an asset manager and you hold all of your funds uh, on a centralized exchange wallet, um, you're not really doing crypto. Um, if you're not on the blockchain, um, not interacting with smart contracts, um, you're kind of buying proxies, right? Um, and ultimately, um, because so much of the opportunity in this space uh, stems from the technology that underlies it, which is the actual blockchain, uh, you know, of course, um, building up skills and in interacting with smart contracts, for example, um, is critical for an asset manager. And I guess to actually answer your question, um, I think that absolutely we're gonna see more and more real world assets traded on blockchain and it's going to be the fund managers that are building those skills and track records now and building portfolios with blockchain based assets only uh, who are going to win when we start seeing um, fractional ownership of real estate or, um, you know, other kind of illiquid private assets um, come onto the blockchain. And it's interesting also about how you've got the different types of crypto assets out there. And as a fund manager, you've got to pick kind of which crypto assets you want to deal with. Do you have any advice for people who are kind of looking at different assets of the sorts of questions to ask themselves when looking at different things? If you've got, you know, the different stable coins out there, do you have any advice for people trying to work out which is which? And if therefore, if they're new to space and don't, don't really know one from the other at the moment? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's actually, 
I would fall back to um, you know one of Warren Buffett's caveats and pieces of advice when it comes to investing in general, um, which is invest in the things that you understand the best. Uh, and there are uh, sort of odd corners of the stablecoin market even um, that rely on stability mechanisms that are pretty obscure and um, it, it, anyone would be forgiven for not understanding exactly how they work. Um, in this space, uh, I would set the bar <laughs> quite high uh, on uh, assets like that. And you know, at the highest level, my advice is only invest in things where you understand why they have value, um, particularly stable coins. And um, you know, there there is plenty of liquidity and and fully uh, dollar collateralized auditable um, stable coins if if you know where to look. So. Um, you know, there actually is high quality out there. I expect that with additional regulation coming online uh, from various regulators around the globe, uh, the quality of stable coins will improve further. Um, but even so, we think a lot of them are um, quite transparent and, and everyone, if they do their homework, uh, should be able to find something that they're comfortable with. Thank you for asking Pastor Smith. That's all we've got time for um, today. If anyone wants to reach out to Paul directly, his email is paul at oldstreetam.com. Thanks for coming on, Paul. It's been really interesting. Thank you. Thanks, James. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Gunnar Cook has a market-leading blockchain, crypto assets, and DeFi team, providing legal advice across the whole of the blockchain ecosystem. Our members have been heavily involved in helping shape the legal and regulatory framework for blockchain and crypto assets from the start, meaning that we have an intuitive understanding of our clients' needs and can provide focused, pragmatic advice at predictable cost. For more information, please visit our website. Thank you again.